0: welcome to the make that money honey podcast i'm your host sandra joe and each week i will be bringing you a combination of interviews and solo episodes with industry leaders in finance entrepreneurship and women in business As a former certified financial planner turned financial coach and entrepreneur, I will be sharing my knowledge on how to have better conversations about money within your marriage, relationships, and family dynamics. I will also be teaching fundamental financial literacy about all of the topics that you wish you learned in school. This podcast will get you to think outside the box, create more abundance in your life, and improve your money mindset. So make sure to follow and tune in weekly, and it would mean the world to me if you shared these episodes with a friend and left me a five-star review. Hello, and welcome back for another episode of the Make That Money Honey podcast. Today I'm going to be talking about a very spicy topic about how to have more orgasms. Yes, ladies. And gentlemen, this one is the one that you've been waiting for. It is all about how our orgasms are related to all other areas in our life. So stay tuned and listen till the end and make sure that you check out the Sex and Money course, which is going live in mid October 2022. You can find all of the information on my website, sandrajoe.com forward slash links. Click on the appropriate buttons and be sure to register because space is going to be super limited for this course we have so many people already on the wait list who are going to jump on that early bird special which is not available to the public so make sure you check it out sandrajoe.com forward slash links and let's dive into today's episode so I have been working over the last couple of months about learning and educating myself on all things relationships, relationship coaching. I did a mastermind earlier this year called Aligned Woman, which was outstanding with my absolute favorite relationship coach, Dr. Nevin Hushin. You should check her out on Instagram. And I have been learning so much about The ins and outs, no pun intended, of all things sex related. And I would like to call myself somebody who has a very high sex drive as it is. I've always dated lots of different people and had lots of different relationships and always had a very healthy sex drive and libido. And I have always been really ashamed about talking about it. I feel like my close friends know that I have a high sex drive. The guys that I've been with obviously know I have a high sex drive, but when it comes to sharing that information with the public, it's this really taboo topic that we tend to hold our cards close to our chest and don't really share about our own experiences. And I wanted to talk about a particular topic around orgasms today and how that relates to other areas of our life and When I heard a podcast recently from a clinical sexologist about the fact that there's a statistic out there that 67% of women don't actually have orgasms when they have sex, my mind was blown, but I was not shocked. I was not surprised. I had a feeling it was around that number And I just wanted to dive into that particular topic today because I think it is so relevant to discuss and so interesting as well. So let me first start by saying I was one of those women. I was one of the women that faked orgasms probably until I was about 32 years old, maybe 30. So if you're one of my ex-boyfriends and you're listening to this and you were with me before I was 32, I'm so sorry, but... (laughs) Those were fake moans and fake dirty talk. So I want to talk about why that's the case. Women by nature need nurturing. They need love and affection. They need to feel appreciated. They need to feel cared for. And when we do, when we're given all of those, you know, fluffy, warm, soft feelings, That's when we allow our bodies to let our guards down. That's when we allow ourselves to really feel into our sexuality, feel into our bodies. And when we start to build trust with a partner as well, and we start to see consistency in those areas, so the love, the affection, the giving, the compliments, the doing nice things for us, that's when we start to feel a deeper physical connection. And us as women, feel this deep emotional connection or lack of connection based on how our partner treats us. So when we're with a partner where we're feeling frustrated in other areas of our life, whether it's financially, you know, maybe we're arguing about money, maybe we don't understand where our money's going every month because our Husband or our partner has separate accounts from us and we just feel like we're in the dark or we're constantly being micromanaged by our partner about how we raise our children or from our parents or whatever it is. And when we have all of this emotional stress and pressure on us as females, it becomes very hard to feel sexy, to feel desire, to feel, feel pleasure and passion and hot and spicy. So. What happens is we don't want to let our partners down. We don't want to reject them. We might be feeling horny and want to have sex, but then we actually get into it. And there's so many other things on our mind. We're thinking about what we need to make for dinner. We're thinking about something that came up at our kid's school. Uh, We're thinking about something that our boss said to us at work the other day, or this road rage that happened on the way home from work. There's so many things that are preoccupying our mind that we can't just jump into the bedroom, get naked, and feel aroused and start having sex immediately. We need to be primed and prepped and eased into this so that it's more of an experience, Now, a lot of husbands, and I'm talking heterosexual relationships, I can't speak for uh, same-sex marriages or couples because I'm not in one. But for heterosexual couples, women need to feel loved and appreciated, as I mentioned before, and especially in the bedroom. We want to feel safe. We want to feel trust with our partner. We want to feel connected to them on a deep emotional level so that we can start getting connected with our bodies and feel like it's a safe place for us to do so. So when we hear about this statistic about 67% of women are not having orgasms in the bedroom, I can guarantee you it's because of a number of different reasons. So Men, if you're listening, get your pen and paper out. It's time to jot down these reasons because from my own personal experience, this has been what has changed for me personally from going from not having orgasms in my twenties to having mind blowing sex in my thirties. So number one, Is we want to feel trust with our partner. We want to feel like this person is somebody that we want to get naked with, that we want to give our body to, that we feel comfortable getting naked in front of and embracing the cellulite, the mommy rolls, the you know saggy boobs, the stretch marks, all of these different things, and that our partner is not going to judge us. We're not going to feel like we're not good enough because of something that they might've said about another woman or about an ex-girlfriend or something like that. We want to feel comfortable and trusting in the bedroom. So that's number one. Number two, we want to feel appreciated for all that we do. Women do so much and men do as well. So I'm not saying it's a one-way street here, but women do so much that goes unnoticed that men aren't necessarily receptive to because sometimes they have their own stuff going on that they just don't realize all the little details and extremes that women go to to make their man happy. So we want to feel appreciated for taking care of the kids, for picking up the dry cleaning, for filling your car with gas so that on Monday you could go to work and not have to rush in the morning, buying groceries, doing the cooking, giving you a blow job last night. like We want to feel appreciated for all of the things that we have done for you. And the smaller the thing that we've done, the bigger it means to us if you show that appreciation. For example, If your partner puts your clothes in the dryer because you rushed out of the door and went to work and they happened to notice that you had wet clothes without you asking them to do it, and then you say, oh, you know what? I really appreciate that you put my clothes in the dryer so that when I got home from work today, they were all clean because I had my sports equipment in there that I needed for tonight's practice. That little thank you, even though it's like in your head, you might say it, and you you may have even asked her to do it but in your head you might be like oh that was really you know that's really awesome that now my clothes are clean just making sure that you are saying it to your partner even if it sounds so minuscule because those little things are the things that win you mega brownie points it's not the buying the flowers and going on expensive date nights and all of that it's the little mundane stuff That you noticed? Did she go and get her hair done? Compliment her. Did she get her nails done? Compliment her. Does she look pretty in something that you've never seen her in before or something you haven't seen her in recently? Tell her. Like all of these things add up. So, show genuine, number two is show genuine appreciation and give compliments to her for the little things. Number three is don't say, hey, why don't we have more sex? Can you give me a blowjob? I want to have sex tonight. I want to have sex this weekend. Don't say those words. No woman wants to feel pressure. No man wants to feel pressure either. Instead, start thinking about ways that you can get them in the mood. Do they like having a foot rub at the end of a long day of work? Do you bring them a glass of wine when the kids finally get to sleep and you're sitting on the couch? And when you bring them the wine, instead of just handing it to them, you go in for a kiss and you give her some tongue, you know, like go and reignite the small things that add a little bit of extra pleasure to your everyday life. And then once you start asking, you know, you start asking about their day or about what happened for them this week or whatever it is. You're already getting them in the mood. You're giving them that head massage or foot massage. You're you know, rubbing their shoulders or you're giving them a kiss on the neck or you're doing these things that are getting them in the mood. So number three is don't ask for sex. Don't tell them you want to be having more of it. Don't ask for blowjobs. Instead, start initiating it and use your body language to show them that you are in the mood and that you are ready. Okay. So number four is foreplay. Yep. There's a reason that that is number four. Foreplay and not just for two or three minutes, we're not talking rip her clothes off, lift her dress up and start going down on her for a couple of minutes. We're talking all different kinds of foreplay. It can be in the bedroom, not in the bedroom. And it's not just about literally licking her pussy. It can be kissing her ears, massaging her neck, giving her an oil massage in bed. It can be so many different things that are not just sexual. You know, like Rubbing her, like holding her hand in public on your way home from dinner, so that you're getting that spark and connection between you. You've got skin on skin. It could be passionately making out and just letting that foreplay go for as long as it feels good and not rushing to get to the next step, which is penetration, but making it last. And even saying to her, if she's like, oh, let's just. You know, stick it in or whatever. It's like, no, I want to appreciate you. I want to make you feel good tonight. I want this massage to go for 45 minutes before we even touch each other's genitals. And that in itself is like, Oh, he wants to just give to me. He wants to appreciate me and love me and not just masturbate inside me. Because literally sometimes when women have sex with a guy, they're like, Okay that minute or two minutes of penetration was basically you just masturbating inside me. So how do you want to have more sex? Get the sex about her. Start making the pleasure about her because I guarantee you, if you warm her up in all different kinds of foreplay, then by the time you guys have sex, your sex will be so hot and passionate that you guys are just going to want to orgasm together, like right away, as soon as you guys have it. So stretch out that foreplay. Number four is foreplay. Obviously stretch it out for as long as possible. Set yourself some challenges. Like when you're at the beginning stages of dating, you try and last as long as possible because you're trying to perform. So why all of a sudden, when we get three, five years into a relationship or 10 years into a relationship, we're just going in with the goal of getting it over with as quick as possible. That is not how hot sex works. Let me tell you from experience. Hot sex is about the journey, the experience, the pleasuring each other, taking turns, trying things that are non-sexual to turn each other on, all of that kind of stuff. So explore the foreplay. Number five, and this is one of my favorites, is start to incorporate new things. Not just new positions, but maybe it's lingerie, maybe it's bondage, maybe it's sex toys or lube. Some couples don't even use lube and then they start using lube for the first time and they're like, oh my God, this is a game changer. So, you know, you can experiment with this. And if your partner has never really done a lot of that, you can ask a genuine conversation of like, hey, I would love to spice things up in the bedroom. I am curious to know what your thoughts are and if there's anything in particular that you have always fantasized about that you've wanted to try. And before you tell them what your fantasies are and what you want to do, you can open it up to asking them questions about like, you know, have you ever watched porn? Do you have any fantasies? Is there anything, you know, wild or out there? And remember to keep an open mind because she may come back and say, yeah, I wanted to experiment with double penetration, being with two men. And if your immediate response is, whoa, what the hell? That's disgusting. Ew. Or like, why would you want to do that? Then that immediately puts her into a place of shame, embarrassment, judgment, lack of trust. Now she doesn't feel like she can talk openly to you. So making sure you're making it a safe place for her to tell you whatever her wildest fantasy is. And then opening up the floor to talk about something that maybe you wanted to try, and there's no judgment, and make make it clear that there's no right or wrong answer. If either of you does want to experiment with having a threesome or couple sex or something like that, make sure that you're not judging them or thinking that this means that they want to cheat on you. Because having a fantasy and having an affair are two totally different things and they can be explored in a very healthy way. So number five is incorporating new things in the bedroom. So the last thing that I want to talk about is a little less sexy, but it's opening up the conversation about sex so that you start exploring with your partner things that have been working for them, things that haven't been working for them. If they haven't been particularly sexual in the last little while, asking them if there's something that you can do to make them feel more comfortable or to bring back their desire and libido. And if they don't know, that's when you can start talking about maybe trying different things, different positions getting a hotel for a night and getting away from your children, whatever it is that you need to do to bring yourself out of your daily routine, monotonous sex life or lack of sex life and revamping what you want to do in the bedroom and how you want to get back to the way that you used to have that hot bunny sex at the start of your relationship. So that's number six is open and honest communication about where you both stand sexually So I know this is a money podcast and you're like, okay, those were all super helpful tips. Thank you for sharing, Sandra. But how does that relate to finances? And if you think about it, so many couples have financial stress. They have financial pain. They worry about money. They argue about money. And then it leaves them feeling defeated. It leaves them feeling frustrated. It leaves them feeling out of options and disheartened and like they can never get ahead financially. And all of these feelings, because feelings and emotions are feelings and emotions. They are not in a box that are specifically related to one topic. So those feelings are going to have a ripple effect into all other areas of your life. And when you have that financial pressure and stress, it is going to bleed into your marriage, into your intimacy, into your sexual relationship and desire for each other. And the more you avoid talking about your finances and getting a plan in place so that you can both build yourselves to financial security, the more you are going to postpone reigniting the passion and sex and love in your marriage or relationship. So I want you to think about it and do some internal reflection right now and think back to the times when you've been the most happy in your relationship and the times when you've been the most financially abundant and secure. And when we're financially abundant and secure, we exude happiness. And I don't care what anyone says, money does buy happiness, stability, opportunity, it provides freedom. It provides us with peace of mind that we can get through month by month and do all the things that we want to do. So money does buy happiness. And that other saying is absolute bullshit. So if you're thinking about it and you're like, yeah, we are particularly financially stressed right now. This is something that is totally having an impact on my libido, on my sex drive, probably on your sleep and your mental health as well. So you're going to bed, you're not sleeping properly, you've got insomnia because you're stressed about money all the time. When your stress levels are high and your sleep levels are low, obviously that is going to have an impact on your sex drive. And when you're exhausted at the end of every day, because you've been so busy working your butt off in your business or in your career, you get home, you've got all these things to deal with, your kids, your partner you know somebody's micromanaging you maybe it's your boss maybe it's your mom maybe it's your wife and all of a sudden there's nothing left in the bank you've got no energy left to even pleasure yourself all you want to do is put your eye mask on put your earplugs in go to bed and do it all over again the next day if this sounds like you just take a deep breath for a moment And just know that you're not alone. You are not alone in this journey. And there is a reason that I have created my business to coach people exactly like you and your partner on how to get yourself out of this position, how to build structure and build a plan around your finances how to create a path to financial security and financial abundance that will allow you the ability to rest easy at night because you know that your money is taken care of. You know that every dollar that comes in has a plan and has a direction so that you can enjoy your life more, so that you can relax with your partner and have positive conversations about money, about life, about kids, about romance and when this starts to happen your feelings of dopamine your feelings of adrenaline your feelings of serotonin all start to improve because you're more relaxed your body can process all of your feel good hormones much better because you're not having cortisol spikes that are just trying to put out fires left right and center leaving you feel de- feeling depleted at the end of the day so this all ties into each other. These are all areas that you can work on and that you can get a handle on. And if you're feeling like, you know what? She's so right. This is the time 2022 or 2023, whenever you're listening to this is the time that I need to get my shit together in all areas of my life because they're all connected. You could have hundreds of thousands of dollars in the bank. But if you are stressed because you have a mortgage that you can't afford, you've got car loans coming out of your yin yang, you've got credit card pressure and stress, and your wife doesn't understand how much she's spending every month, and you're never having sex, or are never having mind-blowing orgasms, so that all you're doing is fantasizing about pornography and having, you know, an affair with somebody else, It is time to snap out of it. It is time to grab your life by the horns again. Take control of your money. Take control of your finances. Take control of your marriage, your sex, your libido, your energy, your sleep. All of these things are connected. So if you're listening to this, how you can work with me is in my private client coaching. You can book a consultation call with me, sandrajoe.com forward slash links. And you can book a consultation, find out more about how my financial coaching one-on-one sessions work. Also keep your eyes peeled for the sex and money course. Once this goes live in October, this will be the beta round, the first round. And I'm aiming to have this course go live two to three times a year, depending on how much uptake we get in it. So check it out, sign up for the wait list, be the first to know when it does go live. You will be having live training, group training, virtual courses, Q&A, all the things within that sex and money course. It's an extreme amount of value, about $5,000 of value for about $1,500, depending on when you sign up. So check it out, sex and money, private client coaching, book a consultation call with me. Let's have a chat and let's get your life on track. Come on guys time to stop wasting time. Thanks again for listening. I hope you love this podcast. Please help me share this with a friend, share this message with a friend. Maybe it's a buddy from hockey practice. Maybe it's a mom that's in your mom's class. Maybe it's a colleague at work, or maybe it's even your partner. Thank you so much for listening, everybody, and I will see you next time. Thanks for listening. And if you love this episode, please share it to your Instagram story and tag me at sandra.m.joe. I would be forever grateful if you left me a five-star review and sent it to a friend so that I can reach as many people as possible. For more information on my financial coaching and how we can work together, check out my website at sandrajoe.com. And until next time, have a great day and go make that money, honey.